So let me make something extremely clear. As much as you love your offer, sell it and oversell it, if you don't understand how finances work, you are less likely to accumulate wealth in the long run. I know that a little too well. As creators, we tend to obsess over the work, um, the craft, that we neglect an extremely important part of running a business, how money flows into your business. So you, if you ain't got no cash flow, your business is literally on life support. We need to make our money, keep that money, and make more of that money over time. So today I want us to be acquainted um, with financial terms so that you don't end up rolling your eyes at your accountant or worse yet, panic when your bills are overdue. So understand money to make money. Look at this as a mini finance masterclass. So as a beginner in the world of business, understanding financial terminologies um, is crucial for the success of your business. So I'm going to do a quick run through of these terms. Understanding these financial terms is essential for anyone who wants to start a business, pitch to investors, or even invest in the stock market in the future. By familiarizing yourself with these concepts, you can make better financial decisions and avoid the common pitfalls that derail, that can derail your business. Hello friend, I'm your host Angine Gabriel and welcome to my podcast, the safe and hassle-free place for you to explore your passions, your ideas and your dreams and to find inspiration, resources and the community that you need to turn them into a thriving online business. So if that sounds like something that you want, please feel free to join the community. If it seems daunting at first, fear not. Take it one day at a time and correlate it to your current business model and your accounting system. So as you get ready to navigate the world of both personal and business finance, here are some of the terms that will help you make informed decisions about your money and your time. Now get your notepad and then let's get started. We'll discuss 45 concepts divided into eight specific sections to help you categorize them as you run your finances. We'll start with financial statements. Number one, balance sheet. It's a financial statement that shows a company's assets, liability, and equity at a specific point in time. This provides a snapshot of a company's financial position and is typically prepared at the end of each quarter or year. Then we have income statements. It's a financial statement that shows a company's revenue, expenses, and profit over a specific period of time. This is also known as a profit and loss statement and is typically prepared on a quarterly or annual basis. Then we have cash flow statements. It's a financial statement that tracks the cash inflows and outflows during a specific period of time. It shows the sources and uses of cash, including operating activities, investing activities, and financing activities. Then secondly, we have financial concepts. We have, we'll start with assets. It's anything that a company owns and that has monetary value and can be used to provide uh, future economic benefits such as uh, cash, real estate, stocks, and investments. They're typically listed on the company's balance sheet. Then we have liability. It is a financial obligation that a company owes to others such as loans and debts. Uh, liabilities are also listed 
on a balance sheet. Then we have equity. It refers to the portion of a company's asset that belongs to its owner after deducting all liabilities. Then we have an income, which refers to the money received from various sources, such as a salary, an investment, or a business earning. Then we have an expense. It's the money spent to pay for business goods and services rendered. Those include rent, uh, groceries, utility, um, bills. They are essentially subtracted from revenue to calculate profits. Then you have cash flow. It's the amount of cash coming in and going out of a company's uh, finances over a given period of time. It's important to monitor your cash, like I said before, to ensure that you have enough cash on hand to cover expenses and invest in your future. Then we have a budget. It's a financial plan that outlines expected income and expenses over a period of time. It's a useful tool to manage your finances, ensuring that you're not overspending or misusing uh, your company's assets. Then we have profit, which is the amount of money a company earns after subtracting its expenses from its revenue. This is also known as the bottom line, as it represents the final figure of a company's income statement. Then we have loss. It's the negative difference between total revenue and total expenses. While losses are not desirable, they are a natural part of doing business and can be used as a learning opportunity. Then we have revenue. It refers to the amount of money a company earns from the sale of its goods or services. This is the top line of a company's income segment, which shows the total amount of money that's been made during a particular period. Then we have net income. It's the profit a company earns after all expenses, including taxes, have been deducted. This is the most important number for investors as it reflects the company's profitability after all costs have been accounted for. Then we have a gross income. It's a total income earned by a company before any expenses have been deducted. This figure is often used to calculate gross profit margin, which is the percentage of revenue that remains after deducting the cost of goods sold. Then we have financial ratio and metrics. We'll start with profit margin. It's a measure of a company's profitability calculated as the ratio of net income to revenue. It indicates the percentage of revenue that becomes profit. Then we have return on investment. It's a financial metric that calculates a return or profit generated re relative to the cost of an investment. It is expressed as a percentage and helps assess the efficiency of an investment. Calculating it is important to evaluate the success of, of an investment and to determine whether it's worth continuing. Then we have EBITDA, which stands for Earning Before Interest, Taxes, Depreciation and Amortization. It measures a company's operating performance by excluding non-operating expensive and non-cash items. Then we have interest. It's the cost of borrowing money, usually expressed as a percentage of the amount borrowed. The interest rate can have a significant impact on your finances, so it's important to understand them when taking out a loan with a bank or investing. Then we have principal, which is the original amount of money borrowed or invested. When repaying a loan or making an investment, the principal is the amount that you initially borrowed or invested. 
Then we have accounts payable. The amount of money a company owes to its suppliers or vendors for the goods or services purchased on credit. It represents short-term liabilities. Then we have its opposite, which is accounts receivable. The amount owed to a company by its customers for goods or services sold on credit. It represents short-term assets. Then we have the break-even point. It's the point at which your business total revenue equal your total expenses, resulting in zero profit or loss. So it's the minimum level of sales needed to cover all your startup costs. Then we have the break-even analysis. It's a financial analysis that determines the level of sales a company needs to cover all its costs and achieve that zero point we spoke about. Then we have a customer lifetime value. It's the predicted net profit attributed to the entire future relationship with the customer. It helps determine the long-term value of acquiring and returning and retaining customers. Then we have churn rate. It's the rate at which customers discontinue their relationship with the company over a specific period of time. It measures customer attrition and helps you assess customer retention efforts. Then we have return on assets. It's a financial ratio that measures a company's profitability relative to its total asset. It indicates how efficiently a company utilizes its asset to generate earnings. Then we have return on equity. It's a financial ratio that measures the profitability of a company relative to its shareholders' equity. It shows the return generated for each dollar invested by shareholders. Then we have cash conversion cycle. It's the length of time it takes to a, for a company to convert its investments into inventory and other resources back into cash through sales. Then we have cost and analysis. We'll start with cost of customer acquisition, which is the total cost incurred to acquire a new customer. It includes marketing and sales expenses, advertising costs, and other related ex expenditure, expenditures. Then we have fixed costs. These are costs that do not vary over a period of time with uh, the level of production or sales, such as rent, salaries, insurance premium. Then we have variable costs. These are costs that change in proportion to the level of production or sales, such as raw material, direct labor, and sales commissions. Then we have burn rate. It's the rate at which a company spends its available capital or cash reserves to cover operating expenses before generating positive cash flow. It helps assess the company's sustainability and runway. Then we have runway. It's the length of time a company's available capital or cash reserves will last based on its burn rate. It indicates how long the company can operate before additional funding is required. Then we have investments. We'll start with investment, which is an asset purchased with the hope of generating income or increasing in value in the future. Ex examples include um, stocks, bonds, and real estate. Then we have stocks. These are share of ownership in a company. When you purchase stocks, you become a, a part owner of a company and can earn dividends or capital gains if the company does well. 
then we have bonds. These are fixed income investment that pays interest to the invest to the investor over a specific period. Bonds are typically less risky than stocks and can be a good option for those who seeking a stable, predictable return on the investment. Then we have funding and business financing. We'll start with dividends, which is a distribution of a portion of a company's earning to its shareholder as a return on the investment. Then we have an angel investor. It's an individual or a group of individuals who provide early stage funding to startups or small businesses in exchange for equity ownership. Then we have venture capital. These are funds invested in startups or high growth companies with significant growth potential. Virtual capitalists provide capital in exchange for equity stakes in a company. Then we have the business and investment evaluation section. We'll start with initial public offering or appeal. The process by which a private company offers its shares to the public for the first time in becoming a publicly traded company. Then we have we have due diligence is the process of conducting a thorough investigation or research to assess the viability, potential risks and financial health of a company before making investments or acquisition decisions. Then we have intellectual property rights. These are legal rights that protect intangible assets, including patents, trademarks, copyrights, and trade secrets. Then lastly, we have tech and analytics. We'll start with blockchain, which is a decentralized digital ledger technology that securely records and verifies transactions across multiple computers, providing transparency and immutability. Then we have KPI or Key Performance Indicator. These are specific metrics used to measure and evaluate the success or the progress of a company or a project. So these are just a few um, basic business terminologies to get you started. As you explore deeper into the world of business and finance, you'll encounter more specialized terms that relate to your specific industry or niche. Remember to continually explore and expand your knowledge to stay abreast of industry-specific terms and emerging trends. So there you have it, friend. I hope this this uh, this was helpful to you and has opened your eyes to some realities. To get started, please check uh, the description box for the financial tracker and more resources. And if you would like to book a one-on-one session, please feel free to do so as well. Finally, don't forget to join the community and stay up to date with, with all the exciting things that are happening. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Take good care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you are a female creator and need a place to start creating the business that you love in a community where you feel seen and supported, then please join the tribe. The details are in the show notes. Until next time, stay creative and stay blessed.